everyone, and welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Woo! Yeah! Yeah. This is issue number 185. Oh, man, we've come a long, long way, haven't so we? So long. Oh, my goodness. We've been doing this for a while, Greg. It's, a, it's a, been a long and dusty road. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle. <laughs> Of the road. Oh, this is not Twitch thing. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> He's going into it. He's gone. <laughs> Tonight, you are joined by your dynamic duo of the nerds that you love. We've got Booster Greg. I can't cast that here. I, I'm not usually on this side of the fence, so I don't know what to say at this point. This is, <laughs> it's been a while. It's exciting. It's, <laughs> it's a new seat. It's a new microphone, feels like. It's all new. feels all new. Mm, oh, wait, it no, feels so fresh. Like those Twitch primes you've been sending Booster Greg's way and Bad Cody hey. Funky's way. Thanks for checking out Booster Greg's streams hey. and uh, his, his, his newfound fame on uh, Twitch Sings. Look at that. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Make sure. Oh, I mean, I shouldn't out. say my fame, but, you know, my my stream gets hijacked every once in a while by by the, the pits of hell, from the hounds of hell. Oh, it's amazing. Like all the, all the attention you've been getting from Twitch things. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's insane. Of all the things that have it's been happening, that's that's what does it. Well, the internet yep. is a weird and strange, strange place, but we love right. it. I mean, we love it even more is everyone been checking out our podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on iHeartRadio, on Google Play, Google Music, whatever it's called, Apple Podcasts, and more. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening each and every week to our podcast. We recently did Avengers Endgame. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening to that. We've also done uh, Shazam. We talked about Pax East. We talked about Disney. We talked about Captain Marvel. We talked about other geek entertainment news each and every week. So thank you, everyone, who's been sticking around, listening, tuning in each and every week here live on twitch.tv slash badcoyotefunky. Mm, we love what we do, and we do it for fun. Oh, look at everybody in chat. Look at you guys. You guys are so beautiful. Guys. I bet you smell nice. Yeah. Look at handsome. Oh, yeah. So handsome. Wow. So handsome. So mm. Oh, look. There's there's the good looking fellows right there. Yeah. Self killer. Spoiler ban is lifted. You're welcome. <laughs> yep. You got Johnny shirts rolling in. We got Elkhart. Hey. We got all the usual suspects rolling oh, in. Man, the oh, whole man. Here. Oh, look at all these, these lurkers, too. Great. All right, Bro. guys. So uh, on this week in Geek Entertainment News. We've got mm. uh, the brand new Spider-Man Far From Home official trailer. Now, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, don't watch it. And I love how mm. it starts off with Tom Holland saying, listen, <laughs> disclaimer, right? The guy who breaks <laughs> who breaks Mr. all... Mr. Spoiler yeah, himself. Yeah, Mr. Spoiler himself. All the Marvel TOS and spoils everything. It's like, all right, if you guys haven't watched it, okay. And then it starts off with, boom, he's sitting on a rooftop and then there's Iron Man. And he's just like, oh man, I miss, I miss this guy because he's dead. <laughs> you should have watched the movie by now. <laughs> should have watched it. It's been over two billion dollars worldwide. Haven't you not God seen damn. it yet? Iron Man's dead. Uh, <laughs> Captain America's old as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Greg, what do you think of the trailer? Um, it's interesting. Um, when we when we saw the first trailer, we were all were like, "Yeah, Mysterio's the bad guy. He's kind of doing all these little tips and tricks and trying to get the movie magic going on to make himself look like a hero." Um. What I found most interesting about this particular trailer is the fact that they say that Jake Gyllenhaal plays Mysterio, who's famously a villain villain for Spider-Man, uh, is a hero from an alternate reality, a different dimension, a Spider-Verse, perhaps? I don't know. But I, I found that to be, like, I don't know, off-putting, because I really want him to be, like, the villain, but also, like, Jake Gyllenhaal is, he has, like, that hero look to him. And Nick Fury even said, like, the Infinity Stones and the fact that they were used, like, like tore up reality quite a bit. Yeah. So. I didn't expect that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, immediately, obviously, my my head goes to Spider-Verse. And, like, if they're trying to, like, if Sony's trying to get, like, Tom Holland into the Spider-Verse movies. Oh. And if that's, like, a deal that they maybe had in the works and part of, like, you know, the whole Marvel-Sony. Because um, they're not merged. They're just, they have a deal right now. So, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I'm pumped for it, obviously. Uh, it's kind of weird that the whole Spider-Man main cast was snapped away for five years and came back. Like, not even, like... Yeah, what's, right? what's up with that? Like, I was expecting, like, at least, like, Flash to be, like, older. Or, oh, like, that would be great. One, oh, one man, because, like, you them. know, like, 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 no shade on the kid that plays him, but I don't see him as Flash Thompson. 
at yeah, all. And that's that's always the big thing with Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson is like you have this idea of who he is, and he's just your stereotypical dirtbag jock. And they got a guy who is not that, and it's like. Like this trail, like the, especially the older trailer, seemed like he had the attitude down, but like it, I just, I'm still not buying it. Yeah, either. is it the whole yeah. subvert your expectations thing? It's like this is what what Flash normally is, you know, this big yeah. dark guy, but here's what we're doing, and it's just like oh, I don't so, know. Sometimes that works to their credit, mm. you know, like like they've gotten um, like like Nick Fury, like even though he was based off of Sam Jackson in the Ultimate Comics, like that you buy that. Right? Yeah, there's some. There are some characters where you can definitely be like, all right, it doesn't matter what shade you are, what your body build is, like shape, shade, gender, whatever. Sometimes it doesn't matter, but sometimes it just it just does a little bit. And for this, it's definitely like a shape kind of thing for me anyways. Like this kid's just as nerdy and scrawny as Spider-Man who he's picking on. Like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that I, that I don't get. I mean, uh, is it because that, that Flash is – I think he's rich, right? Because in the in – the, Yeah, in, he's a rich kid. Yeah, yeah. And in, in, what's it? Like in Homecoming, he had a house party. It was like a big-ass house and everything. That wasn't and, his house, though. That wasn't? Mm-mm. That was, um, that was Vulture's house, remember? No, no, no. The house party. Yeah, that was that was Vulture's house. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, I thought that was Flash's house party. That was, was Vulture's house. What? Are you yeah, sure about that? I'm sure. I'm, I'm like, I was 95% sure, but your doubt dropped me down to about 85%, <laughs> which is still a B on a test. But in any so case, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, yeah, like in, the, in, this, in these movies, like, why is he just picking on Peter? I mean, I mean, just because like, oh, kids will pick on kids or whatever. But yeah, like yeah. he's almost the same size as, right. as Peter Parker. He's just like, so Parker, you dweeb. It's like, what? You're you're the same scrawny size. What are you talking I about? Know. Like, just go hide behind Ned. Yeah, exactly. If anything, like you. Ned will be able to body slam or whatever. Come but on. Uh, yeah, that this this whole uh, this whole tear and split and i agree with okan they might use this to slowly introduce the x-men and i've seen a lot of like uh, a lot a lot of stuff online would be being like oh yeah this may be a way for them to introduce other characters um or even maybe the, the fantastic four but i think with the fantastic four they're, they're when they introduce them later on which which, which they're going to i think they're going to yeah. be like oh they're all off in space doing an experiment and so here can i can i tell you what i would like my dream for incorporating the fast fantastic four into Ooh, this universe please would be? do yeah they're in space during the snap yeah, that's what and I said. Just imagine this. Like they're, they're like the snap is happening. They're astronauts just in space. They're doing their Fantastic Four thing. And like, you know, like when you do the snap, it just causes this like ripple effect, right? That emanated from Earth. Imagine that is what like causes them to become the Fantastic Four. Mm. So they get all that action stuff and they're doing adventures within those five year gap that we haven't seen yet. Oh. So we don't have to worry about a fucking origin. We don't have to worry about how Dr. Doom got to the way he was. We're already five years into it. Like, just get me into like the good stories. Like, get me into like Ben Grimm is pretty much for the most part accepted who he is. And like, you know, he's the blue eyed, ever loving thing. And maybe he has <laughs> a little bit of angst to him, but he's not like. I'm a rock monster. Hey, hate mice. Like he was in that stupid Josh Trank movie. Like, just get that kind of like that's that's really what I want ultimately. And the um, mutants come out of hiding during that five year gap because the world needs more heroes. Because pretty much all the heroes there are kind of doing their thing, but half of them are gone. Mm-hmm. That's what I want for Spider Man or Spider Man for X Men. And for Fantastic Four for MCU. Yeah, that'll be an interesting take, too. I mean, this opens up such a huge realm of possibilities. But, like, one thing I see a lot of chatter on and I don't agree with was uh, this whole uh, opening up of a dimensional split rift and and uh, whatever um, could possibly bring back uh, either Tony Stark or or, or Cap, no. like a, a different Cap. And I, I they, 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 they won't do that. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. I've been seeing a lot of chatter on, on social media. People are like, oh, this could be a way if Robert Downey wants to come back, they can bring back Iron Man. And they're not going to do that because that would downplay like what, what happened. The sacrifice. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate sacrifice. And and the Rooster Brothers were talking in an interview. Uh, they've been doing a bunch of like post Endgame interviews about how this was the it. This is the end of of the arc. So there's that's not going to happen. But yeah. still, people are like, up. Oh, they could they could do a thing where I mean, there's a multiverse now. But yeah, I don't think it's going to come back. But uh, but what, one thing I do see positive. People's like, oh, this could bring in uh, Miles Morales. Like this 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 could be it. And she's like, well, didn't they have a plan anyway? Because in, in Homecoming, the- uh, Chichas Gambino was playing uh, Prowler, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. So like, yeah. he, he's, 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 already, he's already, already there. Exists. The character of Miles Morales already exists, and he's already a young kid. 
Yeah, so he's already there. So when you see the internet, just like, oh, they could bring in Miles. Wait a minute, but if you saw Homecoming, but you don't need yeah, to snap away half the universe. Just weird. Get Miles Morales <laughs> in the I was still debating like uh, <laughs> I think the were like this could happen, and she's like, ah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, but uh, the only thing I can think of is if like because of the five year later gap and Peter was out of the picture, is it if Miles got bit by a radioactive spider during that five year gap? Because he is five years older, so he would be probably, I don't know, I want to say, they don't give us an age, we get to get to see him in Homecoming, but I want to say he's like eight or nine, based on how um, Charles Gambino, good old Donald Glover, is talking about him. So he seems like a little kid. So he, now he's like preteen, teenage years Spider-Man kind of thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see them hold off just, and maybe until the next arc. Yeah. Like, get us in 10 years with some Miles Morales action. Definitely. And, and like, that, that you, you know, everyone knows... All good things come to those who wait. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of Spider-Verse, like that's remained true. Like DC has failed at their cinema. Oh universe man, completely. like D- DC must be watching Marvel and just being like, oh, we're, we're done. <laughs> we're just done. And then oh, that, that, or like, we have to do better because look what this thing oh, I, did. I, I mean, I hope it's not that mentality. Like, like, got him in trouble uh, in the first place. Yeah, it's crazy because I, I just saw, um, I saw that that James Cameron, um, you know, bowed to Endgame and Marvel Studios for for surpassing Titanic as like the the it was it's like the second highest like uh, grossing movie of all time, and yeah. Endgame did it in record time. In <laughs> two billion dollars worldwide, two point one billion dollars worldwide within what the first week. Like, that's insane. It's Too absolutely much money. insane. Too much. Oh my god, that's it's it's like it's like not even like a, a real amount of money, two point one billion dollars. I know. Yeah, it, and it's, it's funny it's, money, and it's it's still coming up there because I think I think Avatar at number one is two point seven, like, 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 nearly three billion dollars. I mean, it has still has somewhere to go, but I think it's going to get there, and it's nuts. Yeah. But uh, man, it's insane. Like DC must be looking at like, wow, we need a Kevin Feige. We need someone. We need to get this up because I I'm, I also root for DC. I mean, I love the DC characters, the DC oh, yeah. universe. I just want them to do better. DC's got to do better. But uh, but her. but but this trailer, you know what's, what's cool about this trailer is that it's it's a completely new take on what we've seen post Avengers Endgame because the first trailer had none of this. It, you had no idea it was mm. post Endgame. There was speculation it was post Endgame, but this is like, hey, we're in a post Endgame world now, like so solidifying because you know who is gone, and uh, and and now we have this multiverse thing. It's like, holy crap, what? This is yeah. incredible. Like I love how they were able to hide that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Marvel, is, I think, has perfected the art of hiding shit in trailers now. Mm. Like, that's just what they do. Like, it's gotten to the point where I think they've only really done it twice, really, before Endgame. But they the changes they made were so crazy. Like, remember Infinity War? It's like the Hulk is in every single trailer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Like, a minute. And then Endgame came around, and there was, like, that gap in between. Who was it, like? Thor and some or no, it wasn't Thor. It was like two people, like Captain America and someone else, and everyone's like, "There's someone there. There's someone, yeah. There's someone in that space. It could be Ant Man. It could be someone. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I like, love it. Definitely, like they've they've gotten the hang of hiding things in trailers and hiding things from us and having it work because what they show us in the trailers, while it may not be 100 percent accurate to what's in the movie, it fits the tone of the movie, so it still gets your appetite kind of going, and you're not disappointed afterwards. And it's actually a fun game. Um, I'm really excited to kind of see how Spider-Man evolves over the next arc, quote unquote, for lack of a better term, because I think what they're going to do is they're going to build up Spider-Man to be the next Iron Man in terms of which, like, which I never would have called, especially with yeah. uh, with 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 Tom Holland, but Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah. because he's so young and because like it's like a whole team of like adults. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what makes it I think so perfect is because they don't have to worry about him getting old on them. Mm. Like he's probably what is he like nineteen twenty right now something like that. And they also don't have to worry about his ego because because it, yeah. it's it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, like what's going on in Game of Thrones right now. Like the best person to be king is a person who doesn't want to be king, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it could work out that way. What, what do you think of uh, of Mysterio and Jake Gyllenhaal in this? It looks like the suit looks good. Holy the crap! Looks, so the suit looks good. I don't like the helmet. I think it's too no? fishbowly. Well, too, I like the fishbowl. So like, like the, fish, the whole thing that I like about bowl. Mysterio is that like it's half of half a dome. It's not like the full like fishbowl. It's always just like the top part of it, right? And the fact that it's the full, it literally looks like someone stuck a fishbowl on his head. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh man, I, th- I think it looks super, super comic booky. Like, 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 like when you go to the theater, you're going to be transported into a comic book, and and this is what we're seeing, especially with the bright colors and stuff. And yeah. and personally, I, I didn't think they were going to do it because if you think about like the application of putting that fishbowl 
in yeah. real life like it looks goofy it looks really yeah, goofy it does. but i don't know I, I i give it a pass like i, I like it but uh but, but I, you're saying like you just don't it looks it looks too goofy for you i think it's just a, a bit too much like, i think i was i was envisioning more of a juggernaut style helm oh that'd be interesting and, and then having like the the cape kind of come off of there so it looks like like his head so i i think maybe more accurately put the problem i have with it is it looks like it fits right over his head and it doesn't really go too much wider than that mm. so he just looks kind of like i don't know it looks kind of weird but if they had made it maybe a little bigger and they maybe brought it down a little bit i think i would have liked it a bit more but i mean it's comic book accurate, so I can't be too angry about it. It's just like little things. I agree. The color scheme looks fantastic on it. The smoke inside the helm looks amazing. Um, him flying around. like Everything looks good except for that helmet. I just don't buy that helmet. <laughs> not yet but maybe if i see it in theaters maybe my mind will be changed Who yeah knows? once you once you it, see it more in action i don't know i, yeah, per, I like, personally like well, that's that's right but like the, the, the suit itself is nice dude oh, yeah. like it's like holy Absolutely. holy crap like i didn't expect mysterio to look this good what no. that's the last thing i would have called i know right like what <laughs> what went since well, when you know? especially when you consider vulture and he, vulture looked amazing yeah they did a good damn job with him holy but crap zero percent accurate to the comic yep like and so I think this way this way around they're like all right let's maybe let's get a little more accurate let's like try to make it work let's see what we're doing and it for me it's almost a jab at Fox because Fox like tried to make those costumes like oh, look real and good and they just they just didn't do that and good of a steep. job <laughs> so, so I just imagine his big middle finger being like oh we bought all of your shit and we're doing a better job <laughs> in this genre <laughs> what oh, now how you like me now. You couldn't make the X-Men comics costume work in the movie, so you gave them all black leather like they're in the Matrix. Well, guess what? We got the goofiest costume that we could think of for a villain, and we're making it work. Goddamn Brian Singer. Yeah, because Brian Singer's whole deal with that was like, oh, he didn't like how, how the, 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 the yellow and blue costumes look in the comic. He was, he was like, oh, that wouldn't look good on screen, so they're going to look all cool in black. It's like, screw you, dude. What do you know, yeah. Brian Singer? Get out of yeah. here, dude. What's uh yeah. one thing that that doesn't work work for me? Uh, and I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, what about yeah. the whole MJ knowing that? Uh, well, it, they alluded in the trailer that she knows that he yeah. is Spider Man. You know, because because he's all like, oh, like uh, in the trailer, he's like, oh, I want to get back to to, to the girl that I like and tell her, you know, that I like her. And he's like, MJ, I know you're Spider Man. And he's like, wait, yeah. what? And no, oh, well, it's kind of obvious. Well, one, I, I still, I still don't like the direction they have for for yeah. Zendaya to have that angsty team, like not everything, everything is mad kind of thing. It, it works sometimes, but not all the time. When she's in the classroom and she has that kind of angst and it's all mad, it works yeah. well. But all the time, twenty four seven, she's like that. You know, it's it's kind of off putting, and it, and it reads like some like. 60 plus year old person be like all right teenagers are angsty let's write her like this and then this angsty, is and they still listen to Link lincoln park right yeah like, this thing. is your direction everything is meh everything is bland yeah. even you finding out and even you revealing that you know that he's spider-man is is blat to you it's like come on i mean especially when you see uh zizindaya in other projects and how much life she has yeah. in other things because like uh i personally don't follow her career but like you know being an older person <laughs> Like when the first when Homecoming came out, I had to be like, Zen. <laughs> like, no, it's like it's, it's like The Simpsons. It's like, it's like I used to be with it. So old. <laughs> I used to be with it. <laughs> and it'll happen to, to you. <laughs> hey there, young people. Yeah, Heather, hello, my fellow young people. Uh, this, <laughs> this is Zendaya. She seems like a really nice person. Oh, she has millions of followers. Oh, crap. She does fashion. She does this. She does that. Oh, God. She pretty much does everything. She's like a young Oprah. And, uh, yeah, and when I was watching her in some other projects she's doing, like, she has a thing on Netflix right now, and she's so full of life. I was like, whoa, so, and if this is supposed to be MJ, let, let's, let's get that going on. Not this whole, oh, you're Spider-Man? Yeah. I, 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 I still don't buy her as MJ. That it's, was, like, the it's biggest weird, mistake. It's like, they do, they don't. They do, they don't, MJ. Like, the fact that they, they pussyfoot around it in Homecoming really drives me up a wall. Like, that was stupid. There was, was no, really stupid. Like, it would be fine if there was a reason for it. There was zero there reason for that. And I could just see Sony's sticky, greasy little fingers all over it. And I just dislike it. Like, she, if you wanted to have MJ later or you wanted to make it kind of like a thing, like have her off in the background and maybe get Gwen Stacy in there or any of the other wonderful ladies in Spider-Man's life. Yeah. Like, literally. But no, they're like, oh, her name is Michelle. She's a new character. Gotcha. And it's like, you didn't get anyone. Literally everyone was like, watch, what's her last name? Does it begin with a J? That's MJ. Yeah. And it was weird, too, the way they wrote it. It's as if they weren't sure 
that yeah. she was going to be MJ as they were making it, and they're just like, oh, like let's let's make her MJ in the end. Because I, I wonder if like they originally didn't write her as MJ, they wrote her as Michelle, like just in case. And because like and because like uh, maybe they underestimated like Zendaya's fan base, which like rise for its crazy. When they saw that first trailer, they were yeah. like, oh, there's our queen, oh my god, and like they were like Marvel was flooded and Sony was flooded with like millions and millions of like these younger people, like hey, that's our queen, what the fuck, <laughs> like what are you doing with her? Like oh, I heard wow. she's gonna be MJ or not? What the hell? And they're like, oh crap, we gotta make her MJ. But I, like, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. There's no explanation. But if, like, if I, you're gonna do that, I mean, you CG'd away a Hulk and put in a Hulkbuster armor, like just fucking CG in. Like redub where it says Michelle put an MJ at something, and I don't even remember them saying her name that many times. Where being a reshoot would be like troublesome. Yeah, I think there was just bad decisions all around. Um, as for her figuring out Spider Man, I believe that like whatever she's pretty smart. I mean, they're at a school for super smart people. True, and it so. is it is a new age, so they're like they'll be able to figure it out. Like, oh yeah, yeah. you're totally just kind of like how in uh, Shazam, they're like, oh yeah, you're you're, you're the guy, you're you're, you're the yeah. hero on TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like we're in this new age now. It's just like, yeah, Clark Kent is Superman, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, like how how is he not? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I but uh, yeah, I think uh, like the movie looks good. I, I can't I can't wait oh, to absolutely. see. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, another thing that dropped, uh, surprise, surprise, it chapter two. Georgie, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now we got the uh, the adults coming in. This is after the first it uh, years mm-hmm. later, whatever years later, and they're mm-hmm. adults now. And for some reason, uh, the redhead girl she's going back to the town, and it looks like the rest of the kids are going back to the town. And in the trailer, they give us this whole scene. Yep, they give us a good chunk. I was like, yeah, I had to check because I, I was watching it on my phone, and I was like, wait a minute. I've been watching this one scene. This is on a trailer. I had to like double check like the posting, like flipped it back into like portrait mode, reading the comments. I was like, okay, this is this is it. Yeah, yeah, making sure it's not like 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 a featurette or something like right, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah hey, you have like the director come part in and like, well, this is the part where you wanted to have the clown, but we didn't want to note it. And I'm like, I don't care. I haven't seen the movie yet. What the fucking trailer? But yeah, the trailer. Dude, it's yeah. almost it's almost like three minutes long, and we we get this scene yeah. of uh, of her revisiting her old house. Um, which which is crazy because she was abusing that house. Why would you go back? I don't know. But we'll, we'll find out in the movie. But uh, I, I love I love the tone. The tone is so creepy. This like sepia tone, like the darks in, in the in the in the frame are really really dark. There's yeah. there's some color to it. There's certain things that that pop. And just the the dialogue between her and the old lady in the house, like oh yeah. this is where you used to live, huh? Well yeah. Well you can come on in. We can talk for a little bit. Come on and, in, have some tea. Yeah, and then she's she's just all like, all right, have some tea. Wow, I'm sorry. It gets so hot this time of year. You can almost die. And, like she's getting tea in the background. She like does this weird like scutter, like weird emotion. Yeah, what the? F- like, I was like, skitters off in the background. What are we in Silent Hill right now? That whole like just- horror movie trope where the old person's not really an old person, so yeah. they get to move like they're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was kind of like a Silent Hill thing with the nurses. She just like yeah, it's moving in the background. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, here we go. We're yeah. we're in for it already. Oh man, I'm 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 excited for this. It's been a long. I feel like it's been forever since the first one came out. Yeah, and it was good. It was surprisingly it was so good. good. Yeah, because people were like, okay, what, what's this going to be? Because horror movies. Because but before that, it came out, people were like, all right, horror movies haven't really been that great. We've had horror movies which are mainly feature jump scares. Which yeah. are basically what they've all been. But that movie was well crafted. It felt like Stranger Things. They had a really good cast of the kids. One of them being the actual Stranger Things. One of them things. is from Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, he is from Stranger Things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but uh, oh, dude, so 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 like, so what do you think? What do you think about this whole thing here? Because uh, the old lady, the whole time you're watching, you think is Pennywise himself. But yeah, then at, I'm but still then not goes, convinced oh. it's not. Like I know they allude that like Pennywise. Well, so here's the thing about Pennywise. Like so I. I listened to most of the book. Well, like 60% of the book. The book is fucking long. It's like a 70-hour like audiobook. Whoa. I, I listened what? to a good chunk of it for the last uh for for the first movie. Mm-hmm. And then what I didn't finish, I just watched on YouTube videos, read on Wikipedia, like I did, did a lot of research about it cuz I just couldn't. Like I love it was it was um Stephen Weber from from Wings reading mm-hmm. it. And I love me some Stephen Weber, but seventy hours of that is just too much. That's a lot. That's a lot. Holy Fucking crap. too much. That's so, a lot. Um, they they all go back, and I watched the original movie too, mm-hmm. or miniseries, I should say. Um, they all go back to the town because shit starts happening again, and they vowed 
that if it comes back, they have to go back and stop it. So that's why she's coming back. And she's probably just curious about her like childhood home and stuff like that. Mm. But Pennywise is actually an interdimensional being. He's not a person. He's just a being that lives off of fear, essentially. At least that's what I remember. So, like, this whole thing of Pennywise having a daughter and stuff like that is, like, yeah, maybe, what's, like, what's... the the face and, like, the idea of Pennywise was based off of a person. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't, like, an internet interdimensional being. I don't think oh, really an interdimensional being who, who takes on the persona the f- of maybe yeah, of this form. family that, yeah. that probably actually existed at one point in this town. Yeah. Oh, that could be it. Because, yeah, who says an interdimensional, the interdimensional being is just, like, one one right. entity? It could right. be, like, more than one. Yeah. Yeah, because, cause like, uh, when when, when uh, Jessica Chastain, right? I think, yeah, that's Jessica Chastain, right? I always get her and uh, the one from J- the Jurassic World, like, confused the whole time. Oh, right. Yeah. Bryce yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I get them confused so much, too, to the point where I had to think if they were actually different people because I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure she was it. And I was like, no, wait. At least at least we're not as bad as the Marvel presenter at the Avengers oh, Endgame red carpet, purple carpet, who when Colby Smulders walked up onto the stage to get interviewed mm. and this person works for Marvel said, oh, hello, we have Evangeline Lilly here. And she goes, oh, no, I'm Colby Smulders. And she goes, oh, I'm so sorry. At least we're not that bad. I would like to think that if they were in the same room with me, I could tell them apart. Yeah, I would. Like, I would I would hope so. I, I would like to think <laughs> that of myself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And when you see them side by side, they look so similar. But, uh, but, but, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. In this trailer, when she's like, "Oh, th- these are lovely pictures. Is this your family?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. My, like, you know, my, my father came to this. Uh, my grandfather, whoever, like, he came to this country with only fourteen dollars in my in my pocket. Like, oh, what did he do? He joined the circus." And you're like, wait, so are they alluding to this is the another interdimensional being or this is Pennywise's daughter? Because like the the dilemma thing is like, oh, this is Pennywise's daughter. I think Pennywise was an actual person that like just took on like this being took on the form of. Mm -hmm. And you think about it, if you're a being that lives off of fear and your main form, as far as we know, is it's supposed to be what you're most afraid of. But he always shows up as a clown. Well, you know, like I'm not afraid of a clown, generally speaking you kind of grow out of that for the most part. And sure, it gets a little creepy, a little unsettling, but like, if a clown comes up to me with a knife, I'm going to punch him in the goddamn face. I'm not going like, <laughs> to pee myself and like run. You and know, his face is going to person. So like, they take on another form, which is what, you know, people probably around our age, if, you know, if I were to feel fear like a normal human, because I don't, because I'm tough and macho and who, who I ain't afraid to know nothing. Yeah. Getting old. Ooh. So maybe that's why I took on the form of this older lady. Maybe. I don't or, know. Or, or like, whatever, like, the, the, the personification of, like, debt. <laughs> like, financial yeah. debt. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> mortgage. Whatever the, whatever the personification of, like, a mortgage, house mortgage is. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hello, yeah, me, where's fear, Greg? You're out your mortgage. <laughs> no, it, that's, not even, that's not even the fear. The fear is that it all just goes away. And oh, it <laughs> gets snapped. Ah. It's, it's like, yeah. Like, the, the if Pennywise were to get me, it would be I walk up to where my house was, and there's just a crater in the exact same shape. Oh, you come from, from work, and there's nothing there. And at that exact same moment, the mailman comes and hands me my student loan bill and my mortgage. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be like a really cool like like Twilight Zone kind of thing. Like, like you come up from work, you, you you drive to where your house is, and like there's like there's like nothing there, but there's like right. your two neighbors are still there, and you're like, what the hell? And then your neighbors just like, just like, hey, like who are you? What are you doing here? What you lived here? What do you mean? This has been an empty lot for years. <laughs> and it's like, what the? Hell? <laughs> and then the mailman on? comes up and gives you your your your, uh, your student loan debt papers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh man. Terrible. Oh man. But but yeah, so a lot of people on, on, on online are talking about how oh, oh so are they doing a thing where Pennywise has a daughter? Is this like you said an interdimensional being just playing a different role? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and and what's cool is the whole time it's like you've got this like old lady character in the back just like being naked in the kitchen. It's like what what the hell? I yeah. personally found that amusing. I didn't find it scary because she like peeks out from the corner and she's naked. I'm like ah, what the hell? She's <laughs> naked. Like, you want some cookies? Yeah, like oh, you guys want some tapioca? <laughs> Like that's got not some butterscotch <laughs> shoes. I've got some toffee if you want. Got some toffee. So oh old God. grandpa snacks in the purse. I've got those candies with the strawberry wrapper. I got <laughs> them dried that? figs. I know how much you kid likes the dried figs. It's like no. <laughs> uh, we got some apricots. 
Oh, yeah. man. I don't but know. It, it, it looks amazing. It was cool to see all of the uh, kids growing up and actually get to see, like, Bill Hader, James McAvoy. Kind yeah. Of Yo, do we know that James McAvoy is going to be in this? Yeah. He was in it. Oh, wow. I was surprised when I saw it. Oh, I knew. Yeah, they, they announced that a while ago. Like, there was mm-hmm. a point, like, after I saw that movie, I was, like, obsessed. I was like, I need to know who's playing the adults right now. I need to know everything. So I checked the internet, like, every day, and they announced that, like, pretty shortly after. I remember, I remember the announcement of uh, of uh, Mustafa, the Old Spice guy. I was just like, the Old Spice guy is yeah. in this. <laughs> Look at the clown. Now back to me. Now back to the clown. Now back to me. <laughs> this clown wishes he was me, but he's not. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't take it seriously. But yeah, they got a good cast here. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The only thing that I, I kind of re- wish they did, which they didn't do, is they got, um, what's his name? John Ritter's kid. I can't remember his name right now. Jason Ritter. They got Jason Ritter in there because Jason Ritter is like a successful actor right now. Like he's been in um, Parenthood. He's been in a bunch of movies. Like he, he, he actually looks a lot like James Marsden too, which is kind of funny. But um, th- those are two. You put them in the same room with me. I'm just gonna take a crapshoot because yeah. goddamn, they're like almost the same person. But like it, because John Ritter was in the original It miniseries. That's right. Yep. He oh, played. About he that. was the fat kid that went got skinny. So like, I was kind of hoping maybe they would get Jason Ritter in that role, just like a little like fun little thing, and the, they didn't, and it's fine. But like, such a missed opportunity for me. Yeah, and they're even saying there, there's certain callbacks to to that original too. Like the restaurant they were in in the trailer was like uh, the restaurant from the the series. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, oh man, I'm I'm so pumped for this. It looks so good. And if it's anything like the first one, I mean, they they just delivered on a great story, oh, great yeah. cast, great direction, great producing, great great everything. And like the and like I don't like there, there was like a, a when they did use jump scares because like a lot of scary movies, um, you know, they they use that trope of jump scares to scare you and not actually show you things that are scary or build suspense. And right. the first one I think built great suspense in certain moments and then really like paid it off. And they, I think they maybe had one or two jump scares, but yeah. Oh man, it's it's just so well done and. Everyone who's seen it is just like you've got to see this movie. Like oh, this, this is how you do horror. You don't just do a feature and like boo ha, boo ha, boo yeah. ha. It's just like suspense building. Yeah. Oh, I agree. yeah. oh my god, I, I I can't wait for this thing. Mm. Holy crap! But something I can, can wait, wait for. for. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, gotta go fast, right? <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go fast. Oh man, so uh, this is an interesting conversation is being had with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, ladies mm. and gentlemen. So we have the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog coming out uh, by mm. Paramount Pictures. We have Sonic in the real world. He's a CG character. We have Jim Carrey playing Dr. Robotnik. Big surprise for me. I had, did you, I had no idea. I knew that too, yeah. Really? Oh wow, yeah. damn! I gotta, I gotta subscribe to your email. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is what I do when I can't go to bed at night. I'm just like, all right, let's just go on all these sites and let's see. I'm like, oh, Jim Carrey is Robotnik. He's interesting. I was more curious to see what he would look like. Mm-hmm. And the trailer was a little disappointing because, like, for the most part in that movie, it looked like he was just gonna be a skinny guy with a funny mustache. And then at the end, you see the yeah. big reveal of like, at least from like the shoulders up, that he looks like a more traditional Robotnik. Like he's pretty much for the most time like an evil Elon Musk. It's yeah, pretty it's much like, what it is not, with the with, with the mustache. And I was just not like, "What? It. Come on!" Yeah, like, I was like, "That's Robotnik." And in the end of the trailer, you see him looking like more looking more like Eggman. You're like, "Oh, so how does he go from that guy to this guy?" What? I'm betting that that one scene they showed at the end is like a dream or like an alternate reality or like the the shawarma for the end of the Sonic movie or oh, something God. stupid like that. And it looks like he's not even in like like the real world. There's like mushrooms around him and stuff. But like it looks good. The end shot looks really good. The end yeah. shot looks oh, really yeah. good. He looks like Eggman. But um, but oh man, like fans across the entire world saw this Sonic trailer and were horrified mm-hmm. with how he looked. I mean, I, I don't get the art direction. Okay, Dude, yeah, I, I get the art direction. I completely get it. Their mm-hmm. motto was "Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go fast." So they just rushed the whole fucking thing and didn't think about what they were doing. Oh, man. And in the end, they created a freaking monster because holy crap, he has human-like teeth, human-like hands, and he has like these weird, small, beady eyes and like this human-like mouth. And you're like, oh, God, the uncanny valley of this thing. Kill it with fire. What the hell? Let Robotnik actually take this thing and turn it into a metal creature. It'll be even better. But uh, oh man, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with uh, with Noble Armo in the chat. Who is asking for this movie? <laughs> who is 
asking for this movie no to be made. And, he, and even worse, who is asking for a live action version of this movie? Because you can do a fully animated movie and have it look amazing. They've done that. Not yeah. for me, but they've done like the traditional 2D. I remember those. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, you can do a 2D movie, and it doesn't need to look like the Wreck-It Ralph uh, uh, Sonic, where it's all like that. I mean, you can oh, make, yeah. like, I mean, go as far to say, look at what Square Enix does with Final Fantasy. If you want to go, like, sort of realistic, maybe go like that. But, oh, man, I don't know where they were going with this direction. So fans everywhere were just horrified, and they blew up the studio. They were like, this does not look like Sonic at all. Yeah. And for the people who aren't Sonic fans who are like, oh, this is all right, whatever. Like, I've been seeing, like, like YouTube videos getting downvoted to hell, like, social media posts getting blasted. People are like, yo, this is not our Sonic. So uh, the director of this movie was like, all right, I heard everybody loud and clear. We're going to redesign this character. And everyone's like, wait, what? <laughs> wait. Not, not, I mean, that's part of the problem, but that's not the problem. That's like, hey, Doc, my arm ripped off. And he's like, oh, well, here's a Band-Aid. There you go. You're welcome. That'll be $1,500. Like no, no, that's not like uh, it just makes me so angry. Uh, what makes me even more angry is the fans that are uh, not fans. I should say the internet people that are criticizing the people who criticize the Sonic movie. Yeah, like that. That I don't like because you have you have the fans of Sonic and video games like us who are like that doesn't look like our Sonic. It looks terrible. I don't know what. And people are like, oh, who are you to say what looks like what? You're not in freaking movies. You're not getting blah blah. Yeah. You're, you're you entitled video game people. Get the hell out of here. It's like what? Mm. <laughs> well, we have valid concerns. It's a, it's a valid. A look at the thing. It's valid. The trailer looks like poopy garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I mean, and it's weird because people are like, "All right, this is a kids movie, all right." But listen, it's up to us, the stewards, the adults, yeah. to want better for kids. Okay, people are like, "Oh, it's a kids movie, so it has to be crap." Look at Pixar. No. Look at all the Pixar movies. They're right? incredible. They're ama- <laughs> literally incredible. <laughs> they're they're amazing. They have great storylines. They have great plots. They have great character design. And they have stuff in there for everyone. And yes, they're kids movies, but at the same time, like they're done well. Yeah. So, so, so to be like, oh, so throw all this, uh, all this, this, this stuff away because it's a kids movie. It's, it's stupid. I mean, because look at all the movies that are made very well that are kids movies. I mean, we have to keep some standards here because, like, look at this guy. This movie looks like crap. Yeah, it looks like total crap. It, they have like the garbage. lowest brow jokes in this trailer. That could just yeah. be the trailer, but I don't know. It's indicative probably how the movie's gonna be. Uh, Sana looks really odd. It's 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 weird and then i don't have kids but like, i have a niece and it's just like all right i know what sonic looks like i know what's funny like and if i want her to eventually watch this later on you know i'm gonna be like all right that sonic look look what these people made look at people in hollywood made watch this thing i want to be like that like mm. look what they made do look look, look, look. Like, all, like all the pixar movies yeah. i'm gonna be like watch this look, yeah. look, look, look at this this is this is what they did all the disney movies look look look, look, look at these things look at what they've made you know i don't I'm, I'm not, like with sonic i'm right now i'm gonna be like i can't have her watch this i can't can't have her watch this yeah Okay. No, just can't. I, I had to double check when I was watching it, make sure I wasn't watching the It Chapter Two trailer. <laughs> right, this is a plot twist. This is the It trailer. <laughs> this, is, this is the. That's this what we've been talking about. Right. This is our nightmare. Yeah, this is our nightmare. Because oh god, that human-like tea. Who yeah. behind the scenes was like, all right. This is direction. This is direction we were given. Here we go. Uh, I wonder if animators and production people did actually speak up, but because they just had a job to do and yeah. it's not their place to question, they're like, all right, here you go. And unfortunately now, those people are going to have to go back and redo it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I feel for those people, man. But like, it's like, like you, you even think about Sonic as like a character and like his basic just breakdown of what makes him him. Mm-hmm. None of it's there. The white gloves. Yeah not there the color scheme is all wrong because they didn't want to give him like the bare chest kind of thing so they just made it white and like that's wrong i mean like that's something i could forgive ultimately the shoes the proportions it's just all like, you want to give him the realistic texture fine i think detective pikachu is kind of preparing us for that a little bit more but um it's just like guys what are you thinking exactly it, it makes it makes zero sense i, I think it's tax fraud and movie, <laughs> I think that they just Tax need to retain run. the property, so they're just making a shitty movie, so then they can like the government will like bail them out. I don't know how that works. But. Oh, that I think uh, I think that's what actually what came out about uh, the Fantastic Four movie um, was, was was that in order to keep the license, there's, there's a stipulation in the contract that they need to make 
uh, they need to they need to make something like. But long story short, they need to make something to keep the license. Oh, yeah, of, of Fantastic yeah, yeah, Four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> and, and this, this this was like like back in the day. I think like the eighties, nineties. Or so they made like a really crappy Fantastic Four movie back in the day. We're talking like eighties, nineties. And what came out was that they just made that just so they could hold on to the property, just to be like, all right, our contract is still valid because, look, we did make something, so yeah. we keep the rights. I wonder if this is the same thing. <laughs> it's it's got to be. And, like, they just, like, got Jim Carrey in somehow because he's, like, in on the joke. Oh, my God. Right? It's, it's, like, it's like a man in the moon kind of thing. Yeah. He's, in, he's in on the joke. He's in no. on it. He's going method on this, a full method. That's, yeah, that's but, but I, but I agree with you. Where people like uh, who, who are trying to go against people like criticizing the movie, it's just like there, there's valid concerns here. Like, yeah. look at the, no one on the internet, no one who has optic stems, who has eyes in their head, can look at this Sonic with his mouth open agape, with human teeth and human fingers, and be like, "I want my kids to see that." Mm-hmm. Like, come on, that's terrifying for <laughs> no, kids. The only are you way kidding you want me? your kids to see that if you want to toughen them for the real world and discipline. <laughs> get them ready for get them ready for life. <laughs> Watch the Sonic movie and be horrified, kids. Ugh. Oh my God, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't even know. But uh, people are arguing that this sets a danger. What do you think about this? People are arguing this sets a dangerous precedent because now, now, because fans have voiced something, a studio has went back and changed something. It's and, been happening for a while, though. It's not mm-hmm. the first time that's happened. It won't be the last. But people think because this is uh, like the most modern uh, example that we have of this, that it's just like, oh, God. So how many more movies are we going to do this to? So here's the thing. It's ultimately up to the studio to go back and change it, right? And when you make a change like this in a movie, and speci- specifically for a movie of this caliber, it's not going to get them more money. It might get them a little more money, a little more sales. But I think at this point, they're looking for more cred. Exactly. I, I think they don't want to. They don't want what happened to Fox to happen to them, to their properties. <laughs> I think that was ultimately what's putting the scare in. Sure, we'll have like the feedback scare for a little bit, and um, there might be something someone likes about one movie that gets changed because of the fan feedback. But I, I ultimately think that feedback, if used in the right context, is a good tool. It just you just can't let it dictate the entire thing. Exactly. So. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that's a lot of worrying for nothing. And and also, like, who cares? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there are people who, who don't want certain things changed or, or audience participation when it comes to certain titles. But I think this is a good thing because how many times has Hollywood gotten something wrong mm-hmm. and the fans have said something when, when you see something early enough, a first image, first whatever, a set visit that leaked and people have voiced concerns and you're, they're like, no, this is no. This is not what we want. Yeah. And Hollywood goes along with it anyway, and that project doesn't do this so well. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many concerns did the Lucasfil- Lucasfilm see that we don't want this solo movie? We don't need this solo movie. It's the most unnecessary thing. Mm-hmm. And it came out, and it's the lowest ever grossing Star Wars movie ever. I mean, it's Star Wars. It prints its own money. It yep. makes its own money. Yep. How do you fail at Star Wars? Like, come on. Yeah. But hey, they went forward know. with it, and now they're just like, "Well, we gotta pump the brakes a little bit and uh, see what we can do." We're getting some Star Wars fatigue here, and it's like, "Nope, no Star Wars fatigue. Just make good stuff." Yeah, make just make good stuff. Yeah, if there's good Star Wars garbage. stuff, you don't have yeah. to like. Sure, if you want to like restrain yourself and put out a Star Wars movie every two years, fine. You don't do it every year, but like that wasn't what was burning us out. What burnt us out is the fact that you were caring for this property so well, and then you just released a pretty low caliber, two, I'm going to say, two low caliber Star Wars movies back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they, there was no thought to the release order. There was no thought to really the directing because they got the wrong directors on there in the first place and fired them. So, yeah, I mean, also, like, feedback has been going on in Hollywood for a very long time. They're called focus groups so people who are kind of getting all bent out of shape about that should probably not because it's not new 
And also the people who are getting bent out of shape, it's like it's like that I've seen that those people make those kind of comments yeah. about people who are chiming up about Sonic, and it comes out those people don't even care about Sonic. They yeah. just wanted to chime in against the people who are chiming up, and it's just like I too have opinions. <laughs> yeah, it's like hmm, you guys shouldn't say stuff about this Sonic thing. Who cares? It's a kids' movie. Blah blah. Yeah. It's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> it's not fine. No. Oh man, but I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that we're going in direction of uh, they're going to redesign it. I feel sorry for the people who have to now do the redesign because that's that's a crappy place to be where you gotta spend how many umpteen hours now and it's just like Ugh. now we got. Yeah. We I mean, I don't thing. think I don't think it might not be as much work as what what you think though, because hmm. realistically, so? like a little bit behind the scenes of like 3D animation, I bet you they could make this work. All they w theoretically really have to do. Is just redo the character and not the animations, because they mm. probably map that animation to like a pr actual performance capture, which is probably why it looks like a human. So all they really have to do is just get them to do the same things. And if you want to, like, if you, I, I actually envy the person who has to come up with the actual redesign, because literally mm. all he has to do is get an in-game model from one of the three D Sonic movies or um, Sonic games, and retexture I... it. And people will be like, that's <laughs> what I wanted yeah. all along. And he's going to be like, yep, I know. Ripped it out of this game. That's the character game. model is just like, I'm doing just that. <laughs> I'm doing just that. That's literally I all am you not have to do. about to waste my life, redesign this whole thing when yep. we told them. Yep. We told them. <laughs> and this is what happens. Oh, man. But uh, moving right along here, we've got some more stuff uh, coming up. An interesting, interesting thing here. So Disney... Uh, has announced a couple different things. And this was just all, I think this is either a shareholders meeting or coming up to um, new D23. Yeah. But yeah, they're seeing how uh, there's some new Star Wars films coming up. They have no actual dates. Or titles. They're seeing that, or titles. They're seeing the big thing. Uh, they're seeing that after episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, it's going to be three years until we see another major Star Wars movie. But in the meantime, we'll have TV shows and stuff like The Mandalorian coming out this yeah. fall. But it's just like, wow, they're really pumping their brakes in this thing. And the word on the street is that the Ryan Johnson trilogy is dead in the water. Thank That's just God. the word on the street. Yeah, they're just like, well, we got to course correct this thing. And there it J.J. Abrams <laughs> is undoing everything, literally piecing back the helmet together that was destroyed. Dude, <laughs> I remember being there. Celebration Chicago, and everyone's just like, the, the chatter at Celebration Chicago, it's like, JJ's really undoing all that. Like, holy crap. Because, like, the, the, the trailer looks like uh, looks like a, a sequel to The Force Awakens. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it looks like he's continuing with The Force Awakens yeah. and acknowledging stuff that happened in The Last Jedi, but it's like, I'm continuing this story. Nothing would make me happier if Luke woke up in a cold sweat, still alive, being like, what was that? Oh, it was all a force dream. It was all a force dream. Imagine. I used to read Wookiee magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I would love nothing better. And then Ryan Johnson's like shaking his fist somewhere. Curse you, JJ Abrams in <laughs> superior style. I'll get you style. next time, Abrams. <laughs> get you next time, Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! But uh, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. So um, we're gonna have the Mandalorian later on this year, mm -hmm. which is gonna be great. I mean, they showed us footage of that. If anyone's seen the leaked stuff online, I cannot wait holy crap that's gonna be amazing um but they also are talking about how the x-men spinoff new mutants has a new date this thing has been getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back holy crap yeah. i mean Maisie williams is in there i mean it's gonna be crazy because like she she's she's younger when she shot this thing she's older now when this thing comes out uh, which is slated to release in April 3rd of 2020. Like, she's going to look younger there. Oh, I'm going to have to use, like, aging software for, for the actors. So they I mean, look. They, maybe maybe Steve Rogers was the test run for aging software. <laughs> 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 oh, it's, it's going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. Also, they, they have a Cruella DeVille film coming out. What? I mean, they've uh, been what? doing this, like, villains series, I feel like, because they have a couple of Maleficent ones as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. They're they're trying to regain a lot of the magic of the original animated movies by doing these like quote unquote live action remakes or like re envisionings or like you know the story you didn't know about Maleficent, Angelina Jolie, sexy and not that bad of a lady. And it's just like I don't. I mean I haven't seen those movies. I have zero interest. So I can't speak <laughs> to the caliber. Same. But like just the concept alone is just like I don't know, man. It's not for me. So it seems like they're just trying to get more of that going on. 
Yeah, and they have like a, I think don't they have like a show with like a, the the major Disney villains have like uh, like nieces oh, and nephews yeah, yeah, or kids yeah. or something like that or whatever. I think is what it's called. Yeah, they're trying banking on that, but yeah, and excuse me, Cruella Deville's gonna be starring uh, Emma Stone. What? Yeah. What? Uh, okay. Yeah. She's good in stuff. I mean, they already used know. Angelina Jolie as one, so you can't just have. Her. She would have been a perfect Cruella Deville. I mean, they have her coming back for part two of Maleficent. I don't know who ordered a part two of that, but okay. Nah, <laughs> the, the first half hour of that movie was great, and then it went off into uh, whatever. Mm. <laughs> it went off. Uh, we have more Avatar movies coming, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that as well. I, I, I don't actually believe those movies are going to come out, though. I, I oh, think man. I mean, I mean, they're, they're slating them now. They're giving them dates. Avatar 2 for 2021, which sounds like the crazy future, but within 2019. It sounds like 2021, Avatar. It sounds like the crazy future. Like, yeah. everything is shiny and chrome. But <laughs> we're in 2009. It's not that far off, but it sounds like, like the future. It does, yeah. It's it's really, really weird. And all, also, no surprise, surprise to anyone, but also, I didn't think... I mean, the Gambit movie has been officially axed. Yeah, so no no Channing Tatum Gambit movie. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. I <laughs> legitimately forgot that existed until you just said Channing Tatum. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh. I forgot. And but but like, it makes sense with Disney buying up Fox and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, we're not going to continue with this thing you were planning on. Doing. We got our own plans uh, coming yeah. up. But yeah, I don't think anyone's mad about that. No, no I haven't seen. Not. Right, I don't see. I haven't seen any chatter where someone's just like, "Okay, oh my Gambit movie, <laughs> that one lady in like West Virginia, <laughs> yeah, the one lady in West Virginia was just like, oh, I love Magic Mike. I wanted to see him as a mutant. That'd have been great. I, want, I wanted to see him in a poker movie. He's throwing cards around. It's like, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, no, no, no screen out deep there. But yeah, they got a bunch got of stuff delayed again. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be next year. No, that was supposed to be like late this year, and now it's just don't worry. Twenty again. A movie that's not coming out ever. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of things that didn't seem like they were going to come out. Uh, so PlayStation had a presentation today. And uh, it was like a, like PlayStation State of the whatever. And they showed an actual trailer for the Final Fantasy VII remake that everyone forgot about and never thought was coming. This is just the episode of things that people forgot about. Yeah, <laughs> this, that's. I think that's, that's what's going to be titled. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> title it that. Um, so, so as you all know, uh, like a while ago, what was it? I think it was like three or four years ago, yeah. they were just like, "All right, we're going to remake Final Fantasy VII with today's uh, next generation graphics." So it's like, okay, cool. Then it got shelved, and now PlayStation's like, "All right, everyone, here you go." Uh, there's more of this coming up in June. And it's like, wait, what? Holy, and it looks amazing. Holy crap. It looks amazing, but I'm, I worry that it's going to go the way Kingdom Hearts 3, where oh, like no. Kingdom Hearts 3 would have looked amazing PlayStation 3 time. Like it looks mm. good for PlayStation 4, but it, like we're in an era of like Shadow of the Colossus remake looked better. Oh my in God. In my opinion, did. than Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, you look at like Horizon Zero Dawn. Oof. You like look at all of these, like even like Division Two, like all these movies that like the environments look incredible, and you put it next to Kingdom Hearts Three, where they half-assed all of the environments, and it just was exactly hold what like, I like that game. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it was nostalgia when I'm really thinking about it. This game, Final Fantasy VII Remake, needs to come out now. Because we are rumored to have the next generation of consoles coming up. And it's rumored that uh, this might come on the not yet announced PlayStation 5. I mean, I yeah. believe it. Like, I think they might have I think they might have two versions. Like one super ultra megazord exactly version for yeah. PlayStation 5. Maybe, maybe even bundled with PlayStation 5, like exclusive, whatever, whatnot. And a PS4 yeah. release. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't even think, th- think of that gripe about how because this has been in development for so long that it's not going to look that great once it comes out. Damn it, Craig. That's what I, I, I <laughs> Damn it. I didn't that, think like, of that. keep me up at night, Serge. No, oh, I didn't think of that. that. Great, but like, I have a little bit of hope because Capcom redid Resident Evil Two, and that game is gorgeous and incredible. Oh and, hell yeah! And I like I'm I'm not a big Resident Evil fan. Um, I think I've before that one I only really played five, uh, like just the title five, not five of them. But after playing that remake, it was just it was gorgeous it was well done it was mm-hmm. like you could listen to it on one of the past episodes where we did like a review on it it's just a great thing and it gives me some hope for this but it, it just needs to come out 
Like they can't be like pussyfooting around. That's my word today. Apparently, pussyfoot. They can't be like just delaying it. Get it out there. You're already d- dividing it up into episodes. Like it's not going to be the full game right off the bat. Like they're going to do an episodic release. You're fine. Concentrate on episode one. The rest later. That's what they need to do. And it's interesting how they're doing it in in episodes. And uh, I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think it would be a massive game because it's remastered. Otherwise, because yeah. it's, it's a huge game already. So I think that's pretty smart. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And they said more about that in June. Mm-hmm. So we'll keep you guys updated. Keep listening to the podcast. But uh, Greg, you have something to bring mm-hmm. up. In great news, if you don't want to go to the movies to see Detective Pikachu, guess what? It got leaked. Question mark. So um, earlier, I think it was this morning or yesterday. I think it was, I don't remember. It was this earlier this week. Um, a, a Twitter account called Inspector Pikachu tweeted out a one hour and 40 something minute YouTube link that was labeled Detective Pikachu full version or full release or something like that. Um, when you play it, it looks like the beginning of Detective Pikachu with an R. Reynolds in the upper left-hand corner watermarked on. And for about two or three minutes, you're watching a movie. And then it cuts to Detective Pikachu jazzercising for the remainder hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> it is wonderful. It is everything that like you would expect it to be. On something like that, the- it even has like, like a VHS like yeah. like filter over it too, so it doesn't look really sharp. It kind of looks like out of focus, like a VHS tape, it's so- and it's just like, oh my god, of course, the square aspect <laughs> ratio. And I I didn't watch the full hour for it. Like I watched for five minutes and then I fast forward it, and it's literally the same dance moves looping over and over and over oh and over. So god. there's literally no reason to watch the full hour and forty something minutes. Um, the only thing, and I was talking to Serge about this before we, we went live, the only thing that would have made it better if they did like a, a mock-up of what they did for X-Men Origins Wolverine without the special effects, and had just done that for Detective Pikachu. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been amazing. <laughs> and as of now, it has over 12 million views and rising. It's crazy. When I watched <laughs> it, it, it was this morning. When I watched it this morning, there was, um, I think, 4,000 thumbs down. And someone made a comment in there that was just like, well, 4,000 pirates were disappointed this morning. It's like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Love it. Oh, it's so good. So great. Um, I'm excited for De- Detective Pikachu. The more I'm hearing about this and the more publicity, the more like I'm watching Ryan Reynolds interviews and late night shows and stuff like that. It's just going to be great. And it's, it's going to be, I think, refreshing after all the Sonic disaster. Yes. Like... You, you look at Sonic, you look at Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu doesn't take place in a city in continuity. It doesn't really have any that we are we know of characters from the continuity. It just has the creatures and it's the world. And there is so much. It looks like there is so much care and love and thought put into this. And that's what makes a movie look good. That's what makes a movie good. That's why Marvel succeeds where DC has not so far. It's because there's care, there's thought, and there's love, and there's a respect for the source material. Whereas DC is running around with Sonic with child teeth. <laughs> and I've seen that comparison, too, because people were like, oh, why does Detective Pikachu get a pass and, uh, and and Sonic doesn't? It's because he looks like Pikachu. And so the other Pokemon, they, they're, they're live action versions. They're done really well, but they actually look like the characters. Well, <laughs> Sonic does it. Yeah. Like, it's like, great. <laughs> like good yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. Stay tuned for more of that movie. I think we're doing it next week or the week after. Stay tuned. We'll tell you how it is for sure. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, this is a, we're a little late to the game on this one, but I just watched it the other night. Netflix has a great new animated anthology series called Love, Death, and Robots. If you have not seen this, I highly recommend. It is the easiest and best watch on Netflix that I've had in quite some time. Um, it's been rare for me to want to watch something until four o'clock in the morning, but Damn. this had me going. If you are not aware of what the premise of, it's essentially 18 episodes, uh, no more than 20 minutes a pop, completely separate from one another that involves love, death, and slash or robots. 
in some way, shape, or form. Um, it has great voice acting. You have Nolan North in there doing a couple of voices. You have some classic anime voice actors in there. There's actually a live action episode which stars Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. What? Yep, randomly. Topher Grace, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. It's the only live action episode in the whole thing. Uh, Eric Foreman and, and Ramona Flowers. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? Right? What a mashup. It's so, so that episode is actually, I'll, I'll spoil that episode because this is actually one of the weaker episodes, but it still is a really cool premise. Um, so they play a couple that move into a new apartment. And they have an old style refrigerator with the motor on top. And they say how the great it was because heat rises. So why would you want heat to rise into the things that you're trying to be cold and go so on? They pour a couple fingers of whiskey. They need ice. They go into the freezer of that old fridge. They break off some ice in there, put it in their drinks. They look into it. There's a tiny mastodon with tiny spears sticking out of it. Like I'm talking like Mighty Max tiny. What? And they're like, what is this? So they open up the freezer and there is a tiny ice age going on in their freezer. And they're watching it and it melts and like civilizations rise up and they're watching life as they know it in their freezer. Happen. And is, is it like a CG, like like claymation world or something? It's just like CG, yeah. But you don't really get like a good close-up look at it. It's just all, it's like like remnants of like an adult Indian in the cupboard kind of. Oh! And they don't really interact with it, but they're just watching it. God, I love that movie. They're just like in, they like, it gets to modern times and like, oh, like this is cool. Like, hey, like, like look, they have a Starbucks in there. That's really neat. And then nuclear, nukes go off. Nuclear war happens. World War Three, and it's really funny because a nuke goes off in Eric Foreman's face, and he just gets a really bad sunburn. <laughs> so they make fun of that. They um, they think everything's dead. They close it. They open it, and it's just Future City, like a couple hours later. And they they go, they look watching, watching, watching. City. Wait, just- wasn't there like a Futurama? episode about this or was there was it Futurama? I don't know. it sounds exactly like if yeah there's like a tiny universe oh that was, that was Bender, Halloween. Bender was in space are you thinking of that oh yeah when, like, the tiny, yeah like, civilization grew on him and they thought he was yeah gone. it yeah. grew on his ass yeah so they were like they well they're watching it too they're funny you mentioned that they're watching the civilization and they go i wonder if they think if we're gods or not and it like zooms in for a moment to the to like these two guys like sitting on like iron building a skyscraper and they go hey why are those assholes watching us and it just like <laughs> it's very cute it's very endearing um civilization like takes itself and just teleports off and you never see him again they cl- unplug the fridge they close it they open up the next morning and it's the jurassic period you see dinosaurs Whoa. going off the end that's all you get every episode the end that's what you get too bad that's nice. The, so it's kind of like like kind of like the Animatrix, where it's where it's like different uh, it's exactly short stories, like but Animatrix. but it has like a, a central theme. Except they don't all exist in the same universe. Gotcha. They're all just all separate, times. and like you could probably like headcanon some of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the more jokey episodes. There's some more serious episodes. The first episode hooked me. I'm not going to spoil that, but that was just like the CG was incredible. Uh, this is Ooh. not safe for work. Absolutely not. There are titties flopping around everywhere. <laughs> the majority of the episodes have nudity in some way, shape, or form. Um, there's a Feudal Japan episode. Had, it was actually very reminiscent kind of a Legend of Korra. It grows up into like the Industrial Revolution and stuff like that. Oh, sweet. Uh, it's it, I can't recommend it. Again, I, I was like trying to go to bed midnight one day. And I was like, I'll just put on a couple episodes. I'll fall asleep. And I watched every fucking one of those episodes. Dude, it, it, it sounds like a good series. I'm going I'm to have to just bookmark it because all the uh, stuff you said, nothing to do with nudity. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I just all, all things. I was like, oh, it sounds like, uh, like a good watch <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to, you know, so as a, you know, as a student of animation, I'm just going to, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it has robot fights. It has um, demon, demon fighting. It has... Uh, 2D animation, 3D animation. It has a really cool space story of like these guys going to do a hyper jump and things go horribly wrong. And again, no more than 20 minutes per episode. I think 20 Ooh. minutes is the longest episode you'll... That's good. So it's uh, digestible for the busy person. And I think that's what got me is because it's like... Oh, I could just watch one more. Oh, I could just do one more. Oh, just one more. It's, it's like that whole like <laughs> save point thing. You get mm. to the save point and you're just like, yeah, I'll just get to the next save point. It's fine. And you just before you know it, it's it's all 
it's all gone. Again, the title of this is called Love, Death, and Robots. It is on Netflix currently. Please watch it. Tweet at us. Email us. Let us know what you think about it. I, I'm i going to probably watch it again. Maybe tonight. Nice. Dude, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have today for this episode of the Bad Cutie Funky Podcast. We know, guys, it's uh, you love listening to us. You love uh, hanging out with us. But all good things must come to an end. This has been issue number 185. Man, we've been doing this for a while. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, we want to continue doing this. So uh, if you guys can uh, head on over to twitch.tv slash Funky, drop us some uh, Twitch Primes. Amazon owns Twitch, so just go ahead and uh, hook up your Amazon account, your Amazon Prime account to Twitch. Just give us a little drop. Keep the lights on. Keeps us going. Little Keeps cheddar bells cheese. around here. You know, little, uh, give us a little cheddar cheese, a little confetti. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that lettuce, mm. some of that cake. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everybody, who's been listening each and every week here on Twitch.tv. Listening on Spotify, listening on SoundCloud, listening on iHeartRadio, listening on Google Play. Everywhere you can listen to a podcast. All the apps, all the streaming, whatnot. Thanks for everybody who's been telling your friends, your family, tune in to us, and everyone who's been tuning in live to Booster Greg streams at twitch.tv slash Booster Greg, tuning in here at twitch.tv slash Bad Kitty Funky, and continuing to be awesome in our community. Thank you guys so much. All right, everyone, we will see you next week, and we will see you into the future, guys. Love everything you guys have been sending to us. All of the positivity, all the energy following us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. We appreciate it. We see you guys out there, and we'll see you another time. I think this is the part where I say, I love you, Twitch.tv. Good day. <laughs>